0: Today, we are going to be reviewing my recent second place in the Poker Masters tournament. Cash for 154,000 bucks. I know some of you had a piece of the action, that's good. Sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. You know how poker is. And uh, you know, it's good to get a deep run. I actually had four tournaments out of six that I got to about five starting stacks, which is good. I didn't have to re-enter any. That's good, too. Um, When I got to the five starting stacks, you got to realize these tournaments are kind of turbo-y, especially in the middle stages of the events. And right around the re-entry period, you can get 100,000 chips. And I think you're playing 3,000, 6,000, or 4,000, 8,000, something like that. So you're relatively shallow stacked when you get directly directly at the end of the re-entry period. And that results in there being a lot of shallow stacks, and you got to win some flips. And sometimes you win the flip, sometimes you don't. But anyway, I had one cash out of six. Luckily, it was a second place. And um, we're going to go through some of the hands today because about 276 of you sent me an email saying, hey, when are you going to review these hands? Because we had some fun ones. All right, let's get to it. I'm going to set the stage here. Chris Brewer is the chip leader. We are playing 25,000, 50,000. He has about 70 big blinds. Brock Wilson, shallow stack, poker coaching, crushering. Poker coaching, crushing coach. He has about twelve big blinds. Justin Sleva, super crusher as well. We just posted an article about Justin Sleva, talking about how I started coaching him way back in the day. He was playing tiny, tiny stakes. Now he is one of the best players in the world. He is playing sixteen big blinds deep. Daniel Negreanu on the button, also sixteen big blinds deep. Chino Reem in the small blind, fifty big blinds, and me in the big blind with sixty. Okay, what's going to happen here? This is this going to fold around to Negreanu? Okay. Negranu has 16 big blinds. I already pulled up this chart. It's this the chart on poker coaching. It's not quite accurate, but it does have a 15 big blind stack on the button with a bigger stack to the left. Now, again, this is not exactly what Negranu is looking at. Um, I have to guess, if anything, in ICM world, he should actually be a little bit tighter than this because there are multiple shallow stacks. If you added one more short stack, that would force Negranu to be a little bit shallower. Notice here, the hands in dark red are shoving, right? Hands in light red are min raising. He is going to have to be tighter than this, assuming he cares about money. Now look, I know Negreanu has done well in life, and I don't really think he cares so much about money. I think he does care about accolades. He's playing to win. And to be fair, Jonathan Little's playing to win a little bit because uh, you know there's value in getting trophies. And uh, that's you know if you do well in one of these tournaments, you maybe win the purple jacket. You can be the poker master, and then your name is written in history for all to read. That's apparently all we want is our name on things. So I think Negranu may be closer to a regular, regular 15 big blind button strategy, assuming no payouts. So take a look at this range. Notice a lot of the ASX is just open shoving, right? And uh like I said, I think if anything in GTO world, he probably wants to be shoving well, GTO with ICM world. He should be probably shoving a little bit more, if I had to guess, and, and not even raising quite as much, okay? Notice the hands that are raising, notice the hands that are shoving. A lot of ace is shoving. A lot of other stuff is been raising. Okay, what if we were playing with no payout implications at all, which again is not what we're doing, but maybe it's what Negron is doing. Here's his now his raise first in strategy. Notice all the ace shoves, and all these ace shoves, and he has almost no ace in his range. This is going to become important. You may ask, why are you saying all this? This is going to become very important. In both scenarios, he doesn't really have a whole lot of Ace-X. Okay? Notice he does have a whole lot of unpaired stuff down here. A whole lot of stuff in this region. Okay? Let's keep that in mind. Now that we know that, let's watch this hand.
1: Change man. He has been crushing. Nope. Jack three suited.
0: That's way down here. This is never, ever, ever raised 15 big blinds deep if you care about money. And to be fair, Even if you don't care about money, it's a little bit loose. It's definitely going to be an unprofitable raise, especially if you think the big blind and the small blind are going to be a little bit call happy, as they should be if they're the big sacks. Now, look, Chino has been kind of tight in this tournament, tighter than it normally is. I don't know why. I, however, have been pretty active. And uh, if you you know me, I don't fold in the big blind getting pretty good odds. So anyway, I I don't like this raise. This is too wide, I think. Unless he just thinks I'm going to be a complete pushover. Known for a while for running the worst, tea, and lemon honey,
2: no sugar. by you. a mile. It wasn't That's sugar even close.
1: Not
0: for me. Easy full with queen too.
2: Such a talented player, and yeah, coupled that with diamond.
0: being rem- easy call with 10-9. If we look, not that we're necessarily looking at this, we look at big blind versus raise from button, you're going to see 10-9 is super easy call, right? And I'm going to be calling about this wide. I don't think I can get away with calling much wider. Again, if we were playing with ICM implications it would change things a little bit i would just be sh- probably shoving a lot of Ace-X, really anyway i'm definitely defending the sand
2: remarkably unlucky in the biggest moments no,
0: no, no, set, battled
2: no through battle through it all
0: by the way let me know if the sound is too loud or too quiet or whatever i like hearing the commentators they're good you know better than i am. i don't know Okay, let's go back to what I just said I'm going to do. I just told you I'm going to shove a lot of ace Okay, so if I'm shoving a lot of ace and notice all the pairs are shoving the majority of the time, let's go over here and look at these charts just one more time. Again, this is not exactly what we're looking at, but, you know, it's something. Let's take a look at this. If it goes under the gun fold, cutoff fold, button min raise, Small blind, fold. Here is what a 20 big blind stack would do, which covers this stack. But again, because I'm the bigger stack, I should be way more aggressive. And because there's another shallow stack, actually there's two more shallow stacks at the table, I should also be way more aggressive. And you can tell like the hands that are liking to shove are pairs and some ace-x, right? And I would be shoving more ace-x in this scenario. So, okay, keeping all that in mind. I don't have a whole lot of ace-x and I don't have a whole lot of big pairs. Okay, I have no ace-x and no big pairs. What does that mean for this little old 10-9? Well, it means it's one of the best hands I can have. It's no fun when the 10-9 is one of the best hands you can have, but recognizing that, I can't go around overfolding. Also, Negranu, in my mind, should not have a whole lot of ASECs because he just looked at the GTO chart and the ICM chart, and both of them jam a lot of their ASECs. So the question becomes: will he value bet super thin? On the flop end, the turn in the river with Pocket Kings, with King-9, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Anyway, let's watch the hand.
1: Little flops of 9 here.
0: He bets Tiny, obviously Call.
2: It's been a difficult start thus far for Kid Poker.
0: That's Nagranu, not me, even though he's older than me. He might be the oldest at the table.
1: Another ace... on the turn.
0: Okay. Pause. Another ace. This is great for me! This is so good for me. Because... Did it say back. you say back to YouTube? Is YouTube working? Don't tell me YouTube's working now. Is it? That would be so crazy if YouTube was just, like, not working for the first half of this for no good reason. No, it says sending data seems to not be working. Sending data it doesn't want the data. Okay. Anyway, uh, I I have no asex. He has no asex. Now it's even less likely he has asex. Okay. So now if any, now I'm like I just can't fold. Cannot fold. I really just don't want a king queen jack or ten. A king queen or jack to come on the river. A ten's not actually great either, because he could like randomly have jack ten or whatnot that I would then lose to. But I already know I'm not folding on this spot. Hands too good. Whenever you're playing against really bad players, you know you're gonna be super straightforward and like never ever bluff. Yeah, sure, you can just like maybe even fold the turn. But that's not Degranu to Rug and it gets in there. I mean look, he's raising too wide to begin with attack three. So like this is not a player you can fold against.
2: Seems good.
0: Dead to a jack
2: <laughs> or dead to a successful bluff. By the sounds of it, that's exactly what he is trying to do. He goes 175 now on this turn.
0: All right, 175. Reasonable size. Setting up a river shove. Obviously, I recognize he's setting for river shove some portion of the time when he feels inclined. Notice also, there's a bunch of draws. When there's a bunch of draws available, you got to be kind of call-happy even when some of them hit. Because when some of them hit, it means some of them don't hit, right? Notice here, he could easily have 7-6 suited right? I mean, if we go back here to uh, right here, the button range, like, I mean, look, if he's going to be slightly loose and wants 7-6 suited or 8-7 suited or something like that, I think that's reasonable, right? Um, If you want it to be like 8-7 offsuit, again, loose, but like reasonable, I think Jack-3 suited is not really reasonable, it's like way down here, but there are a lot of draws that do make a whole lot of sense that obviously can't win at the showdown, and when there's a lot of draws that cannot win at the showdown, I need to be very inclined to hero call. Also, notice I don't block draws at all, besides maybe don't you know, if you want to call, like, Queen-Jack a draw or something like that,
1: which is not really. Which is little, no. Sizing-wise, could set up a quite a nice river jam.
0: 8-7 gets there. 7-6 doesn't need to bluff.
1: Does it come as a pure bluff, or does Negranu shut it down? As Negranu knows, perhaps Little shoves with a decent amount of aces pre-flop.
0: He's leaving himself one big blind behind. Some people say that this is obviously a tell, but this is just good poker. Every once in a while, you'll spin it up. Every once in a while, somebody will bust before you bust. Um, and you would do this with value and bluff, so this this means nothing. I will say, he shoved this pretty fast. Um, I Look, I'm not gonna say Negrano has any sort of horrible timing tells or anything, but I feel like when people do things that are like, ha, yeah, obviously I'm gonna shove, because this is the only option. um, It's it's like a little too nonchalant, you know? Whenever you're too nonchalant, and I know you're good, it kind of makes me think you're trying to level me or something. If you're trying to level me, I don't know what level you're on, of course. But, if you want me to call, you probably probably and, and I think you're a very good, strong, competent player, rip it in fast, because that makes me think you're, bluff, you're bluffing a lot. Anyway, he's going to be all in here, and, like I said, this is one of the best hands I can have. I mean, what can I really have this better than this? I could have 8-7 suited, right? But, not a whole lot else. Obviously, any other 9 I'm going to call. So, I mean, this is only rough if I have a 5, but even if I have a 5, you got to realize, he's not, like, value-shoving an 8. And, I talked to him later, and he said he would value shove, like, queen nine and better. And maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. That feels thin to me. Again, if he's not playing to move up the payout ladder, I mean, I guess it's probably fine. But if he cares about money at all, or ICM at all, then I don't think he can get away with shoving that thinly. That said, ICM's for poor people,
1: right? Negranu is going to go for it here. Jack Eye. I
0: guess I do block the ten of diamonds, but ten of diamonds is not super duper relevant.
2: Well, this work? We never see Negranu bluffing in these spots. He's always got the goods. Funny enough,
0: Brand Hanks says this. How much do we talk about Negranu's strategy? I think Negranu bluffs in a lot of spots where it would be quote unquote insane to bluff. And to be fair, I do this as well. I think this is just good poker. If people think you're on the more tight-ish, aggressive-ish, conservative-ish side. When there's a spot where it would be maniacal to bluff, you'd have to be crazy to bluff. Those are some of the best spots to bluff because people are going to drastically overfold to you. And maybe that's what the thought I was going to do. Maybe he thought I was going to overfold pre-flop, which I'm not. Maybe he thought I'm going to overfold on the flop. Well, it is it is a spot on the flop where I'm going to fold a lot. But once we get to this turn, I'm like I'm just kind of locked into calling. What'd you say it was? A little trick when you're playing with a time bank, um, or with a shot clock, they pause the clock whenever you ask how much the bet is, so if you want an extra 6 or 8 seconds without burning a time extension, you can ask how much it is, even if you know how much it is. Like right here, I I know roughly how much it is, but that's a little trick to get 10 seconds more. I don't use very many time extensions. Both
1: flush draws, man.
0: Another live pro trick. Ha, you may not like this one. Take that chip and throw it into the pot. As if you're calling. That'll make some people act funny. All of this is perfectly legal, by the way. I'm not telling you any angles. None of these are angles. These are just things you you are perfectly allowed to do.
1: No club in little hand does have a diamond. I don't think it's cracked. Little does find the call, and it's a good call at that.
0: Something else I did here. Look, he said good call, as in, obviously, I win. And I was just going to sit there. The right play in this scenario, when you're playing against good, strong players, is just sit there and make him turn his hand up. Because I don't want to turn my hand up. I don't want to show people that maybe I considered calling in this spot, with this close spot, or maybe I... uh, you don't want to give away information to your other very good opponents. And in my opinion, the three players sitting to my left are like literally the best players in the world. And I have to sit here and play with them from out of position, right? And I don't want to make them think that, I mean, for all I know, maybe this is like an auto call and it's like the easiest thing in the world and they think I'm a fish for tanking. Or maybe the other way around. Maybe they think it's the easiest fold in the world here. I'm being a calling station. Maybe they think I made a call with a bad ace or something like that, was thinking about it, right? So this this doesn't really have anything to do with Negranu wanting to make him show his hand or something like that. This more has to do with me just trying to really not give information to the three super-duper world-class players to my left. Um, I, I like, never think Negranu's angling here. Like, I'm not going to show the 10-9, and I'm not going to be good, right? But it's a weird spot. If if I can just make Negranu muck, then I get to muck, and then I don't have to show anything. If the diamond would have been a club, or if the river would have been a club, or diamond if he shoves, do I still call? Yes, I'm going to tell you why. Because there are a whole lot of draws that miss. Now, if it was like the, maybe, eight of diamonds, or eight of clubs, or like a king of clubs, or a queen of clubs, maybe, or a jack of clubs we can consider folding. But the low ones are fine, because you got to realize, when the clubs come in, all the diamonds miss. And when the diamonds come in, all the clubs miss. And, in this spot, we had to put in 450 or something to win 1.6 million! I only got to be good 25-ish or 30-ish percent of the time, maybe 33 or 35 percent, accounting for ICM. So, am I going to be good a third of the time? Yeah, definitely. Especially if he's raising Jack-3 of hearts and clubs and stuff, right? So anyway, that's that. That's that hand. That was a fun one. I have some more hands lined up.
1: A little value. And then, like you said, Brewer finds some crazy check raise, and I just hate my life. Turns that 10 into a bluff. 4-4,
0: four, four, all right. Chino raises. Okay, let's take a look at the stacks. I just want a hand uh, against Negranu. Negranu has one big blind, all right? Chino and Brewer are second and third in chips. These two players are also short. Chino opens it up. All right, as the big stack, I need to be calling a lot and three betting a lot from in position. I'm on the button here. I'm going to be playing a lot of hands. Um, I don't have a chart for this on poker coaching because typically people don't have one big blind, but I can guarantee you I need to be very active in the spot because Chino just can't go broke here. He cannot go broke in this hand. It would be absurd to go broke in this hand with anything. So I'm going to be 3-betting a lot. And now normally small pairs are not really good to 3-bet at all. Um, in final table scenarios, you much rather have offsuit ace-x or something like that. You really want to have an ace or a king blocker. But... But, 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 in this weird spot with a guy with one big blind, I'm just going to be 3-betting a ton. Because Chino cannot go broke, due to payout implications. Now again, maybe Chino don't care about money. If that's the case, then this all changes. But, this is a spot where i need to be 3-betting a ton.
1: But who knows? He's a true sicko. One of the best. he goes 110, I go 300. Two force.
0: Fine. Maybe I can go smaller. Notice, by the way, Negreanu giving himself one big blind did me a huge favor, because now I just get to crush the table until he gets out of here. This line doesn't play, does it? It's way out there. It's not an official betting line. Whenever you're at any table, especially at a random, random casino where maybe they do funny rulings, always confirm if the line on the table plays, meaning if the chips cross the line, they count, or if they don't, they don't. At Bellagio, they used to not count if they didn't cross the line, and there'd all be all these rules like, Notice how my chips are like halfway across. Uh, they put the line here in theory so that the players know to put their chips past the line, so the dealer can easily collect the chips. Or maybe just so it's clear what a bet is. But now, in every like legitimate casino or casino where they have very clear rules—let so me be legitimate is the wrong word—if um, you just like anything you put forward that goes out of your hand counts. So I kind of knew that, but you always want to make sure you want to—you don't want to like want to put in chips and it not count, right? Yeah. No, there. So only what cross pillars? Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> you made such a good point to fill yours way That's. Can
0: I tell you the other week to not three bet small uh. pairs?
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is a different spot. Play.
0: Look, I think Chino should probably just fold this. I mean, look, calling's fine because he can make the nuts. When he makes the nuts. He can get it down. Battle in.
1: with the chip leader, despite a couple short stacks lingering. That's flopping flop an ace. Crappy
0: spot for him, though.
2: Look at Chino go to work with those eyes, studying every motion, every read.
1: I can already tell you I'm going to be betting theoretical
2: this a player. All about instincts for
1: Chino
0: Ream. Street poker.
1: And those instincts have served him very well over the course of his career.
0: So, you may ask, why even bet this flop? We're going to bet this flop because Chino really can't put all of his money in on most runouts, and uh, (laughs) we might be bet-bet-jamming this one. Sounds crazy, but look, I could easily have all the good hands, right? I'm not going to blast it off if I have a medium-strength hand like a random king or a random 10 that could just win at the showdown, probably. And um, I could easily have the queen-jack nuts, and of course, you know, he could have queen-jack nuts as well, but he's going to have a lot of ace-x, a lot of king-x, some 10s that are just going to have to fold by the river. He cannot go broke with the one big blind stack at the table
1: without basically the nuts. How many of those time extensions do you think Chino's gonna need today?
2: Not many. <laughs> I'll take the under one.
0: Obviously, we're bluffing here.
2: One ladder to a straight. Does Little continue to try and tell a story in this sort of texture? Action remaining on Chino. There it is. Now for Little. What exactly do we think we're up against?
0: A lot of ASACs. King X, two pairs. He could have a straight. Obviously, I could have a lot of straights. A lot of my Bluffs pre-flop can come from Ace-X suited, King-X suited, Queen-X suited, Jack-X suited, right? Ace-X suited
2: makes a lot of sense that that is the case. Maybe we just plan on going three straights. Flop, now turn. And an eventual shell on the river. If and when called here.
1: Notice if he calls,
0: pot will be about 2 million. He'll have about 2 million left. We can jam river. If he's good, he'll call a lot, like two pairs and straights here, two pair and better and straights, and then Extremely fold out. Effective. Fold out everything besides straights on the river. Um, that, that puts me in kind of a tough spot.
2: A beautiful bluff attempt by Jonathan Little. Will this work? There is the time extension. Oh, okay, out of Chino. <laughs> we stand
1: corrected. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't pull that one off. Little three betting pre firing flop firing turn as well. Nice it gets out. it through. Thank you. Quite the start for Jonathan Little. Tell me now, or I have to wait you have to wait? Or you, you, you can wait. You can play ahead.
0: with pocket fours. Oh my! <laughs> Chris Boer says, stick play with pocket fours. Chris is savage. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You can't, can't be showing these players anything. I, I do not think he saw my hand. I think uh, he, he was just randomly guessing. You know, what would be a fun bluff here? Exactly what I had.
1: I think Negreanu has a little less than you the two
0: hand game. Negreanu's still here a few hands later, right? I mean, every once in a while, somebody goes broke. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I'm thinking- he wasn't even at the table. Didn't realize that. LOL. No, he was. I mean, look, you got to realize everyone's paying attention to every hand here. Uh, notice Negranu got a double up. He had 50 now. He has 250. Notice now, Brock Wilson down to 10 big blinds. Justin still at 16. Negranu at five. Right. I mean, Negranu's in this. I he has more like. I am chip leader by a nice margin now. I'm going to be very wide. Uh, you can't raise like any two cards. I don't think. But I'm going to be pretty wide. 125. Obviously King, King X suited all of them. Which would make I a lot more sense, because he had fours 50k. On
1: four line boards, and... oh, quick math You're on the fly, eight don't eight mean to brag. Big math one
0: guy. Board, You've we really always been a big pair. math yeah. guy. Normally I think Brewer can easily just three bet this. However, with all these short stacks, I think he does not want to three bet against the big stack.
1: Brewer with a queen.
0: Maybe he does, but like it sucks to three bet and then fold it. For the re-raise.
1: And Wilson with Ace-King. Wow.
0: Easy all-in here.
2: What a spot for Brock the Brain. Ten bigs. And it is very unique. Daniel is so short. Yeah. where Wilson clearly is thinking about this. He knows he's got to put
0: it in for his tournament life. In this spot, um, you got to presume Brewer's going to call you every time. Or at least one of the two of us is going to call every time, right? Because in this scenario, if I fold, Brewer has to put in 400 to try to win 1.3 or something. And, like, whatever he called with pre flop is pretty
2: good. And he's likely to get oh. called.
0: He does go with it. Easy fold for Justin. Everybody had good hands. Ron, who's just, like, praying for a double up. Or for a ladder, you know? How much is it? It's, like, full seventy.
1: Brewer asks for a count. Brewer, of course, knows what you just discussed. Exactly,
2: and Brewer knows that Wilson has sort of the top of the range, but Ace Queen is too good. Just gotta put it in. All
0: right, they get it in. I don't know who wins; doesn't really matter. Um, On the king with King Seven, when the guy flats the raise, what realistic range do I put him on? Good, strong, big stuff. Maybe some medium pairs. I don't expect him to three bet very often. I think he's gonna three bet like some low Ace X suited maybe like ace-10 offsuit. And then have a pretty snug flatting range with with all the short stacks yet to act and him being clear second sack, et, et cetera, It's the spot where Goor has to be super-duper tight pre-flop. However, that's fine if only he calls, which is often what will happen, then I'm just going to be able to triple him off on the flop a lot because, again, three shallow stacks remain.
1: Chino have, like, 17 starting stacks, <laughs> and the money in it, and you did not cash.
0: I mean, that sounds like got- very. <laughs>
1: Very accurate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when was I, this game? Even...
0: About a week ago. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right. What hand is that? Splines are now 40, 80. Okay. It, that sounds like he probably played the spot well and got <laughs> f-
1: or No vulgarity, no like vulgarity. Like, Children's I show, come a, on. I think it was like a 600, so I don't know exactly. I mean, you're supposed to go put it. You Dude, you're supposed to go put a fucking Bazook as Chip leader on the bubble in the yeah. PLO tournament. Yeah.
2: Well, all right, I don't
1: at all. go pretty berserk with two queens as well in a no-limit sense. tournament. I raise it up 8 7 that fucking happens all the time, dude. You'll just be chip little. We're, the- We're gonna have to mute Chris. We're gonna have to mute Chris
0: Ruhr. Family show. All right. Chino three bets. Take a look at the stacks. Uh, I make it one seventy-five. He goes five eighty. Reasonable size. Notice there are two shallow stacks here with. 20 big blinds and 25 big blinds, and Chino's sitting here with like 40, okay? Look, 40 big blinds is not actually that much in terms of things I can reasonably jam over. Um, It is worth noting, Chino just lost a big hand. I think he just doubled up or lost a pretty big pot to one of the two short stacks. And I'm not going to say this is necessarily Chino, but a lot of the call them quote-unquote live pros, they get a little bit tilty after they lose a pot. Now look, this is a spot where obviously Chino should not be 3-betting me very often at all. Because he's a clear medium stack and just doesn't want to go broke. His range should be very strong. But I would not be the least bit surprised if Chino has a whole lot of ace here. And he should have a whole lot of ace here. Um, so for that reason, I think we can probably be pretty aggressive. I don't know if I have any charts that are exactly like this scenario. At least I can pull it up real quick. If the internet will function. internet always goes slow whenever I'm streaming. Let's see, poker coaching tools, uh, one big blind ante, five way. Let's look at five way again, not exactly accurate. I'm the big stack opening and he's in the big blind. So it's something like, mm, something like this. So let's say, again, not exactly like this. I want to make it crystal clear, not exactly like this. We are going to be adding some more ICM charts in the very near future on the site, by the way, because I want more of them. I'm in raise, small blind folds. What should Chino be doing? Take a look at this. Now, again, this is not exactly what Chino should be doing, but it's gonna be kind of like this. Take a look at this. Aces kings, ace king. And like nothing else. Nothing else three bets. You may say, should Queens be three betting? I honestly don't know. I think I think Queens has to be kind of cautious. And and that's that's kind of telling, right? Let's take a look at this chart. Maybe this one's Similar to again, whenever you don't have the exact chart, look at look at spots that are similar enough. See what let's see if they look kind of comparable. So now notice this is the three betting range, and I think this is probably closer to what Chino's three betting, if I had to guess. So aces kings, ace king, some queens jacks tens nines, a lot of suited aces, some ace x off king x suited, and, and I think it's gonna have a much wider calling range, especially with suited stuff. So. I think this is, this 3-betting portion of the range is probably pretty close to what he's 3-betting. Now, if he's 3-betting all of this, I can probably rip it in his face pretty wide. And uh, that's that's what I like to do. Now look, 8-7 suited. Say he does 3 that. 8-7 suited is not a good hand to shove. I want to make this crystal clear. 8-7 eight, eight, suited is not a good hand to shove. You may be surprised to see not a whole lot of shoving in general. More clicking back and more calling. We're calling a lot because we're in position. And we are... Um, we would be jamming infrequently here. He, now, this stack is a little bit deeper. that is worth noting. If if Chino was um, shallower, we would shove more. Notice, so 8-7 suited really does not like to shove. It does call, though. It is a reasonable hand. So why am I about to shove here? I'm about to shove here because, like I said, he's at 38 big blinds instead of 44, right? So that should make me more aggressive in general. And I kind of thought he might be getting after it getting after it then he should just like drastically overfold. anyway i'm all in i can already tell you i'm gonna go all in he's gonna call i'm gonna lose um the alternative would have been to call pre-flop i'm, 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 not, I'm not folding right so either i'm gonna shove or call pre-flop and we would have made top pair and would have lost not that, that matters but we were losing some chips on this hand all right I think four I people remain you think what? You get fives? Sixes. Sixes? I really, I kind of thought you
2: told him to seven. Well, I was afraid that you could have told him to I seven. thought I, I mean, you'll never know, but I was like 470 because I had the of clubs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Put that in your solver, for my, folks. Uh, for my, that's math. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, he said he made it 470 because he had or 740 because something like that. Heads up later, uh, I raise ace queen. He three bet to 850 because he had the 8.5. I ripped it all in for like three million, he called. Because pot odds, I guess. And he's like, yeah, I made it 850 because I had eight <laughs> five. Oh god. Okay. So look, if I do shove and lose, this is the spot we're in. Take a look at the stacks. It's actually not that bad. It's not that bad because I still have Brock out chipped by a decent amount. Uh, me and Brewer are the same. Like this is the spot where Chino should just go nuts. Fine. Also, we just win some portion of the time. And obviously, if I beat Chino in the hand, I win the tournament almost every time. And he's going to fold a lot. That's Plus, awesome. he made it one time on my own, even though.
1: <laughs> I don't want to figure this out. Let's just do it quick. One
0: Considering a shove, of course. But maybe he'll min-raise instead. One million. Oh, nope, he does a shove. We're
1: sure going with the queen-ten suit in. And Wilson has ace-king. Why'd they pull up this hand? Obviously, nice has to put his money in. To look down at the goods.
0: Oh, I have 9s. Good thing to think about. Okay. Brewer did shove, effectively. Brock called it off, effectively. Okay? So, Brock must have a good hand. Brewer must have something decent. Um, Again, you know, these charts aren't going to be perfect for us here, but let's take a look at a... I have anything close? He had 20 big blinds. Let's look at, uh, this is not gonna be right because there's 10 big blind stack. Let's look at, there's a 10 big blind stack here. Uh, uh, let's look at this one. Um, What should he be shoving? Nothing in this spot, okay, fine. What about this one? Like I said, we're gonna be adding more charts. You see, the hands that don't mind shoving in this scenario, 20 big blinds deep with a 15 big blind stack behind our hands in this region, very clearly, right? So, you know, I I think this is reasonable. Then, obviously, Ace-King's crushing this range, so he's not folding it. Ace-King's going to be getting in super good. Um, Nines, I don't even think it's all that close.
1: Little has two
2: nines!
0: Interesting. Man, oh man. (laughs) It's just a fold. They're all going to have high cards or pairs, right? And, like, Brock, to get it in, is going to have to have all the big pairs and none of the small pairs. Normally, when you're getting it in with a hand like nines, you're happy when they have pairs, because they're going to have big pairs summon, small pairs and you're like flipping, right? Then you're beating ace-x suited, and you're chopping against high cards. So you're really not behind all that often. Now in this scenario, um, Brock's range contains no ace-x suited, like ace-3, I mean. He has no ace-3 suited, and he has no small pairs. So given he has no ace-3 suited and no small pairs, he's going to have good strong high cards and big pairs. So how does this do against good strong high cards and big pairs? It's well behind. Brewer's range. Uh, I don't exactly know what he's doing. Probably some ace-suited. Probably some uh, suited connected big cards like he has. Probably some medium pairs. So you know, I'm I'm fine against Brewer, and I I, I would have gotten it in against Brewer, but once Wilson's in, I just gotta fold. Easy fold, as we see. Let's it
1: go. Wow,
0: look at was I up or down on the Poker Masters? That does not really matter because there's only six tournaments for me. I was busy other times. We had lots of lots of parties and business happening. But I played six entries, t- 60000 bucks. I cashed for 154000 We won $94,000. Luckily for all of you, I sold some action to all of my followers out there. And um, a lot of you won, so that's good. Obviously, a lot of you have lost on me. A lot of you have won on me. That's how poker goes in any individual tournament or tournament series. It does not matter in the long run. Also, I had uh, five starting stacks in... Four out of the six tournaments, but I lost all the flips and all the other ones. It was so annoying. Um the first the first uh there's the tournament number two and three. I had like I had five five starting sacks like right off the bat, and they just like couldn't win. <laughs> it was so annoying. But then in this tournament I ran it up. I gave some of the action away too. Yeah, we gave away action on the poker coaching Discord, among a few other places. So yeah, we we gave away we gave away some action a7 suited three-handed
1: a7 suited now for little
0: all right three-handed i have 20 big blinds this may not be good let's see three-handed 20 big blinds on the button what are we looking at 20 30 a load look at this 20 30 a load perfect look at that beautiful a7 suited shoving maybe i did do my homework a7 suited shove. sometimes. You see, again, these like middle suited connected hands really like shoving in these spots because you really don't want to raise fold them. If we were a little bit shallower, does A7 suited shove? Obviously it will. Yeah, A7 suited shoves every time, so fine. GTO.
1: Jams 20 bigs. Can't complain about Wilson GTO. looks down at two queens. Oh, he
0: has been
2: spectacular at waking up with big hands. Brock the brain. Hold on. Fold.
1: The re jam, Chino out of the way. I'm gonna win this one. Bust me twice. Jonathan Little all in and at risk. Might. Yeah, Ganny's up against the Queens.
0: Odds are low to lose them both. It is. Got it not against the nine deuce of clubs.
1: No, come on. Don't think little left here in that.
0: I was thinking I may not make the break. There's a minute away, but I may not make it. Or you might make it with a big stack. That's true. Bigger stat. Either one's okay, I guess. Either one's okay.
1: Right. Oh. Ace on the flop.
0: <laughs> Ace on the flop. I won that one. Sometimes you're lucky.
1: That battle. I didn't we'll move have to into Fourth in the standings.
0: You would have lost anyways, but yeah. Maybe didn't. I
1: save money. Yeah,
0: you. You would have saved two points. points. Wall Beach said, "Had some action had as had always. Nice." Point. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this hand's too good. But look, look, look! look. I, w- I want to show you guys. Earlier, people thought I was insane for ripping it in Chino's face with the, the 8-7 suited, right? Here he's about to the 3-bet the 8-5. Now, I realize we're heads up. I realize it's a different game. We have heads up charts here. He- heads up, one big blind ante. Let's just look at this. Uh, how deep are we playing? We are playing 25 big blinds deep. Okay, let's look at this. Come on, computer. Big blind versus raise from small blind. Notice, 8-5 suited does 3-bet a little bit, but not a lot. You'll notice some some junkers down here, three betting. Take a look at the all the jams, by the way. You should be jamming a lot with the big blind ante. Uh worth noting, small blind strategy. Raise first in should do a lot of limping. 20 25, 27, big blinds deep. Um, ace queen, of course, is gonna raise the majority of the time. But like, no ace queen offsuit. Ace Queen offsuit limps most of the time. Kind of kind of crazy strategy heads up when there's a big blind ante. All these charts are available on the poker coaching app, by the way, so check it out. Um, yeah, big blind versus Rays. You see, a pretty strong linear three betting strategy plus a few junkers down here. And, and again, I'm not saying 8-5 is bad by any means, but this is the kind of stuff that Chino will sporadically do, especially whenever he's deciding to get after it. And I thought that other spot earlier where he had the Queens, he was getting after it. And uh, that makes maybe this 8.5 offsuit sell instead of being 10, 15% of the time, 100% of the time. And the 7.4, 100%, right? If it goes to 100%, then obviously that's very different than 15.
1: 8.50. 8.50 with the 8.5. Timing here. Chino with the three bet. As little as the goods.
0: Let's see if I'm supposed to shove this. I mean, I presume I'm supposed to shove this, right? I mean, how could I not be supposed to shove this? Uh, small blind versus three bet. Small blind frozen. Internet doesn't work very well whenever I am streaming, like I said. Okay, here we go. 27 big blinds, small blind, versus three bat from big blind, obviously. Um, yeah, so ace, ace queens just all in. All these are all in, which makes a whole lot of sense. Notice these hands slow play. I don't think I would have slow played jacks or queens. I probably would have shoved those. I would have slow played aces and kings. I will say I'm not the most studied heads-up, one big blind anti-player, but you definitely should if you're gonna be heads up ever. It's nice that the few, these few that I've I've seen that I know I'm like trying to play GTO have been GTO, so that's good. How much?
2: A little posturing. Yeah. Can't fathom Chino calls it off I with eight five call. off suit, but I'll fuck <laughs> Chino. It's,
1: it's good news for you. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they announce,
0: are like way behind. Like, oh, well. Can good. you
2: pull 850, please? Yes.
0: So he's trying to figure out his pot odds, which, which is definitely something you should do. Hopefully, you know this
1: before you three bet to begin with. It feels like I just put in a lot. How much more? Well, that may be true. It's still a lot. 1.725. 1.7? When? 5.2?
2: 25 million more 1.725 Oh my gosh, is he thinking about calling So that's 3.4 and there's uh, 1.7 there He needs 32%
0: equity 5.1 He needs 32% equity, huh? All right. let's see You think he has it? Let's presume I actually am playing GTO Which I just told you I'm probably not Because I would have screwed up a little bit here and there But let's give us this range these, this, 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 fours and threes. If I'm literally shoving exactly the GTO range, which again I'm probably not. Let's give us king queen too. okay. And then he has eight five off suit, eight five off suit. Oh no, wrong one. Eight five off suit. Calculator. Thirty four percent, thirty five percent. What I just say you needed. Oh, where'd the calculator go? It's close, right? Um, what if I have a slightly different range? I just said I'd probably shove these. I probably shove this. I probably shove this. I'd probably shove these. Honestly, I probably shove all these. <laughs> Let's give me this. this is it thirty-two percent? Not quite. It's a spot where I think it's gonna be very close to break even or not quite. Now, I mean, will give you this one caveat here. I don't know what Chino thinks about his heads-up play. But, again, I'm not extrapolating to Chino. I'm extrapolating to all of you out there. If you find yourself heads-up against one of the best heads-up players in the world, not that that's me, but if you find yourself against one of those players, and you need to be 35% and, like, at worst, you're 32, call it off. I mean, it can't, it's not that, it can't be that bad. That's if you think you're obviously worse than your opponent. One
1: second. Yeah,
0: this. That's true. This crazy, oh, he does one. make wow. the call with
1: the 8-5. <laughs> all right, we're live. Go. <laughs> and he is indeed live! Not a two-to-one to dog.
0: This man loves to gamble. I love to see it. You are very live. 850. You don't yeah. even have a diamond. 850, 850. Oh wow, 850 twice. Was it 850 twice? Oh no, it's more than 850, that's not. No, no but it I'm it saying that. He yeah, made it because, it because he had, he had the
1: 850. He did found out some poor earlier.
2: Leo, bring this home for daddy.
1: Chino trying to
0: end well, it. What about me? I asked first. It is not fair I had such a good hand. No, that's very fair. More than fair, oh, that's... Queen in the window, Queen-10-6, gonna be seven very ball. difficult for Last Chino. Needs
1: Need some sort of runner-runner combination. Okay. A lot of right? Nine on More the jacks. turn. Oh, boy. That was a beauty for Chino Reem. He will end this tournament with a jack or a seven on the Ouch. river. It's
2: fair, I mean, it's fair. It's fair. Eight outs. It's eight, fair. Ounces, eight outs is eight outs.
1: A oh. river is a six. Oh, oh so close! Thank you.
0: It is fair that we both got it in against each other with eight high for all the money. Once I got in with the eight seven against his queens, he got in with his eight five against my ace queen. That's fair. One more hand. I got thirty-five Here, big blinds
1: now. in the form of the king jack suited.
0: He raises. I of course call.
1: Uh,
0: Thirty. 35 big blinds. Small blind strategy, raise first in. Notice king jack suited does a lot of limping. Big blind versus... Oh, versus raise. Obviously Queen-9 offsuit is going to call a ton. There you go.
1: Queen-Jack-9. Queen
0: this flop should nail...
1: For little, with the jacks and the gutter,
0: I'm gonna check raise this hand every time. It's almost always good, but vulnerable as we see here. I'm only 67%, and that's gonna be the case against any like pair plus draw type hand to some extent, or draw
1: or whatever. i check okay. raise,
0: you know, and I both play pretty quickly.
2: Okay. Buckle up.
0: So here he's gonna shove it all in. I think he'd probably be better off calling because when he shoves, I'm always gonna call off with the better hands, like whenever folding a queen, right? And I'm going to fold out whatever nonsense I have, and I'll probably fold out junky draws. Like say I check raised king five, right? I'll of course fold, and if I have eight seven, I'll fold, and if I have like random backdoor flusher, I'll fold. But if I have uh, queen X or better, that I that I would have check raised because I'm not gonna check raise the bad ones. But if I had Queen X or better, which is gonna be like two pair or Queen with a draw, I'm just never ever folding. So I think he just needs to call here, and that way it keeps me in with stuff like King Five of Clubs and whatnot, because because I'm drawing close to dead with those two and change. Cool table, huh? Watch this! Take the big rip from his vape. <laughs> I gotta watch that again. Takes a big rip of his baby that he's all in. I mean, that's too good, right?
1: <laughs> oh, Chino's funny. Chino jams. Little makes the call, and here we go. <coughs> that's too good. Jonathan Little, about a 2 to 1 favorite to double up. We're super live. If Reem finds a way, this tournament is over for a deck? king, a jack, or a 10. Tens or kings or jacks, that's a lot. Seven million in the middle. Little that's could turn the tide of this heads-up match. But the They're turn right is a 10. Not over yet. Full house outs remain for Little. They would also chop it with a king on the river. I think a king. Not greedy, not greedy river
0: card all right chino rings first career poker
1: masters cash is a poker masters win
0: all right i took second i'll take it former poker coaching member says tom you've been paying rent during the writer's strike couldn't have done it without what you've learned well good i'm glad to hear it hope you've learned a ton hope you enjoyed today's show if you did tell your friends i'll put this on youtube at some point i presume Good luck in your games. Have fun. I imagine I'll thoroughly review all the hands that I played during the Poker Masters series on PokerCoaching.com at some point in the near future. If you have any questions, comments, support, questions, whatever, send us an email, support at PokerCoaching.com. Thank you all for being here today. I hope you have a wonderfully productive week. If you are a Poker Coaching member, we have the Poker Coaching Study Session happening right now in the Poker Coaching Discord ran by Louis Philippe. He says, very well played. Difficult table. It was a very difficult table, and I'm happy to have taken second... And I had many good opportunities. I was very happy with my play at the stable. There were a few things that maybe I would have done differently. Like that 8-7 suited hand. I would not have done that one differently, for example. There was a hand where, like, I raised. Brock 3-bet me. grani was super short. And I was like, Brock just has to have a good hand here. But he didn't. He had the ace 5 suited. He punished me. He ended up losing the hand. But uh, he punished me. Um, so anyway, there were a few spots that were tiny that I would have done differently. But all in all, I was really happy with my play in this one. It's always a... Call it a concern of mine that I'll show up at the final table and just get pooed on, you know, and have no opportunities. The the One of the previous final tables I played, it's at sixth place. I, like, showed up and just, like, lost three hands and I was out. So that was annoying. But here, I got to play some hands. I had some cards. I got to make some moves. Some things worked. Some things didn't. We got a big hero call against Negronu, which was fun. We got a bluff through Chino early with the fours, which was fun. Got it in good heads up twice, which was fun. One with a 7 suited against queens. That was fun. So all in all, it was good. Thanks again for being here. Good luck in your games. Have a great, great week.
1: And I'll talk to all of you next time.
0: Bye-bye.